Election College, Episode 73, The Election of 1996. In this episode, lots of qualified Republican candidates lose to the incumbent. Let's throw a political party. Face it, the political scene sucks, but did it always? It's time for Election College, and class is in session. Now, your hosts, Jason Goff and Ben Smith. Jason, uh, Bill Clinton kind of took the world by storm back in 1992 when he defeated uh, George H.W. Bush, the incumbent. Nobody really saw that one coming. Yeah, I mean, it, I attribute it mainly to the theme song of his campaign. Don't stop thinking about tomorrow. <laughs> Yesterday's gone. Yeah. And uh, that's the reason he won, right? I, I think that's probably the main reason. But there's probably some other stuff, too. Like, uh, well... The economy's stupid. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but so we're, we're forward now four years. And in the, the last four years, it's been kind of a rough ride for the Democrats. Yeah. I mean, after two years of being the president and having basically the House and the Senate all for what you're doing, uh, the Republicans come and just take the House and the Senate by storm. Surprises a lot of people because we haven't seen a Republican sweep like that in a long time. And it's 1996. It is. And uh, even though the Republicans are going pretty ambitious, they're uh, they're in charge now. We're going to see a lot of opposition to that. So let's jump right into the Democratic Party nomination because it's the easy and boring one. Uh, you've pretty much got, well, you know, Bill Clinton, he's the president and it's pretty unusual for the president not to get renominated, right, Jason? Yeah. I mean, you've got Lyndon LaRouche and he's kind of incarcerated. <laughs> <laughs> he's he, he's away. <laughs> let's just put it that way. And yeah, it's it's all about Clinton. Right. So... Clinton runs again, and uh, along with him, Al Gore. Yeah. So you ready to cross the aisle over to the Republicans? There are so many, man. There are so many Republicans in this primary season. Yeah, and Bob Dole just wanted to let you know that Bob Dole is running for president. He is running for president. <laughs> uh, remember Pat Buchanan from a little while back? We've got Pat Buchanan back. Yeah, uh, Steve Forbes launches into the political realm he's all about the flat tax and he's got a little bit of money yeah behind him you've probably heard of forbes right so that's that's the guy the forbes magazine (laughs) 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 all the other forbes stuff too and then you've got uh, alan keys you may recognize uh that name he's still pretty uh pretty well known and today phil graham is a senator from texas and lots of other people too. So yeah, you've got Lamar Alexander, a very popular governor from Tennessee, and hey, Pete Wilson, yeah, from California. They've actually got a Republican in the House, and it seems like not the House of Representatives in the metaphorical House. Yeah, in the <laughs> House because it's the mid nineties. <laughs> so uh, you do have really. The Republicans who uh, you would think are, I mean, it's kind of the all-star team mm-hmm. of 
the um, the GOP. Now, some people that are not running, who you would think, why aren't you running? Would be um, Colin Powell. Yeah, he wasn't running. Uh, Dick Cheney. Right. He was very influential in government prior to uh, any future endeavors that he was involved in. Um, Donald Rumsfeld. He actually um, had an exploratory committee, and they were like, hmm, nah, probably, guess not. They're probably going to lose. So <laughs> don't even bother. Bob Dole is pretty much the front runner for this, and, and that's known from a long time beforehand. But there's some, there's some serious competition. Steve Forbes gets uh, Delaware and Arizona. Pat Buchanan gets Alaska and Louisiana, which like we never mention Alaska. It's weird. Yeah, we don't. We will in a few decades or a decade here or so. Yeah. But, uh, and then he also got second in the Iowa caucus, which is pretty, uh, pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, Pat Buchanan was everywhere yeah. in 96. I can remember he spoke at my college and he was just going nuts. And he, he really used that journalistic background that he had to his advantage because he was very big in the media. Yeah. And so then you uh, you come up on the Republican National Convention and Dole resigns his Senate seat and gets nominated for the presidential candidate of the RNC. Yeah. So let's uh, let's let's talk about third parties. Third yeah. parties are again big in this election. Yeah, Ross Perot. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's back. He's like, "Okay, I had a pretty strong showing 4 years ago and I'm going to run again." But the thing is, is the Republicans who voted for him were like, uh, I think we might have lost that election. (laughs) So go away, Ross. And the Democrats were like, "Okay, we're happy with Bill. Yeah, we we like Bill. And and we also like that Ross Perot distracts away from uh, the Republican convention. (laughs) Uh, Of course, you had the Libertarian Party. We've got uh, the Natural Law Party, the U.S. Taxpayers Party, the Green Party, the Workers World Party. Do we need to keep going on? We get some socialists. Um, <laughs> <laughs> always the Prohibition Party's back uh, for some reason. Um, the the Grassroots Party is sticking around. So there's like a bunch of other parties that it's kind of interesting that um, that they're out there to me. I don't. I, I'm still like me personally. This is not history. I'm still sometimes surprised that people who know there's no chance in the world because of the way the machine works still run and put a lot of money into it. Yeah. And just looking back at this election, it bore some similarities to what we're seeing in 2016 with the exception of the fact that nobody has decided I'm just going to run as a third party candidate yet. Now that could still happen. Right. But uh, I'm thinking Alan Keyes, Uh he was there was a week or two there in 96 where it was like, hey, he's African-American, he's conservative, why not? And um, you had Buchanan, you had all these different people. Steve Forbes was immensely popular there for a little while with his whole idea of a flat tax. And you had a lot of different philosophies out there um, coming to the table, especially on the Republican side, where they were talking flat tax, they were talking uh, national sales tax. These were all very big issues. But Clinton, he's in the White House going, you know, hey, I'm I'm a nice guy. <laughs> uh, just vote for me again, and we're going to be okay. And the Republicans were like, 
eh, I guess we're okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so during that primary season, like Clinton's like, hey, vote for me. I'm going to go ahead and get support. I'm going to go ahead and try and win over the independents. I'm going to go ahead and, you know, just do what I've been doing. And the Republicans are like, you know, hey, let's fight over who our nominee should be. And so there's so many different people that are high profile, like Jason said, that it's just hard to focus on. Well, we were really behind this candidate because there were so many candidates that fit the ideal. So that really gave Clinton a lead. But, well, spoiler, he never really lost throughout right. the whole uh, election season. Yeah. And keep in mind, Bill Clinton, he's 50 years old. Bob Dole is 73. And it's kind of evident, <laughs> this age difference, mm-hmm. when Hideo Nomo, he's a pitcher for the Dodgers, right? I have his card. Yeah. Bob Dole says, Hideo Nomo of the Brooklyn Dodgers. Congratulations. Oops. Oops. Uh, they kind of moved like 40 years prior to that. <laughs> and then um, Dole was trying to, you know, not be a prude about it and, and, and be light. And he said the next day, and I'd like to congratulate the St. Louis Cardinals on winning the NL Central. Notice I said the St. Louis Cardinals, not the St. Louis Browns. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, the Browns moved to Baltimore and became the Baltimore Orioles. But anyway, Dole just it, it just confirms what the perception was that he was kind of out of touch with yeah. the younger vote. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime you are already an older gentleman and you make public mess ups like that, it's not great for your campaign. So, like I said, Clinton keeps his lead in the polls. They keep going. And then, you know, we're starting to really Hear a little bit more about like donations and and packs and and non packs and right. uh, super packs and everything. So uh, during the the campaigning, there's some serious questions on the Democratic side, especially about their fundraising practices and about the way that money's coming in. Yeah, there was uh, in September questions arising um, because the Democratic National Committee uh, was allegedly accepting funds from china yeah and oops if you're not from the united states if you're not a a citizen you can't donate to a presidential campaign yeah so uh the washington post um they share a story that said that the u.s department of justice they had investigated this and they discovered that there was some money coming in to fund the um, 96 campaign and some people got arrested, <laughs> 17 actually, um, were convicted for fraud uh, for funneling Asian funds into the U.S. elections. One other thing about the debates that's kind of con- controversial is that only Dole and Clinton were allowed to participate in the debates. And this is pretty typical for the last, you know, however many years, but in 92, Ross Perot was allowed to participate in the main presidential debates, and in 96, He's not. And so he actually goes to court over this years later. And, uh, well, that's a different story entirely. But um, could that have made a difference? Who knows? It's possible. So you ready to talk about the results? I think that would be a good idea. (laughs) So Clinton just destroys Dole. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, this is the first time since FDR that a Democrat wins two elections in a row. Johnson did continue as president, but 
again, remember, he became president because of the assassination of JFK. Right, yeah. And so we really don't see a whole lot of change in the Electoral College. Uh, you, you get some different varying amounts of votes in different states, but really uh, 379 out of the 270 to win that you need go to Bill Clinton. Yeah, and Ross Perot, uh-huh. remember him? Yep. 8% of the vote, but they were saying that actually he took away probably an even number of Democrats and Republicans. So uh, if you're a Democrat, you know, you don't care too much because you won. Uh, if you're a Republican, you could say, well, Ross Perot stole the votes, but it it really looks like it had the same effect no matter what your party affiliation. Right. It's fascinating because Clinton is from Arkansas, right? Uh-huh. And Gore is from Tennessee. Uh-huh. They just won four of the 11 southern states. Yeah. We think that no matter where you're from, you should vote for us. And you can vote for us by going to iTunes and leaving us a fantastic review and star rating. One or the other, both, all three. I didn't even mention three, but you could try. And, <laughs> and we would be really encouraged by seeing that you enjoy the show. Vote early, vote often, and vote for us. That's right. So we are going to be approaching 2016 pretty soon with Election College, and we are very excited. Ben and I have been talking a lot about what topics we're going to cover once we're through. Yeah. And we're going to go more in depth with some stories that we have just kind of glossed over. And then there's some other subjects that we're going to be bringing to you. So we can't wait to be a respite on the interwebs of places to go where you can take a break from what's going on in 2016. <laughs> After all, history is much more interesting, right? It's always much more interesting when uh, when the president is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess every election year probably seems like it's crazy, but uh, we know that sometimes it gets a little bit tiring listening to new stuff. We're going to give you some more old stuff, right? We're a history show. Yeah, so be sure, even this week, if you have somebody who is remotely interested in politics but really doesn't want to get into all of the fray of what's happening right now have them head over to election college in itunes stitcher or wherever else fine podcasts can be found that's right and um you know if you have a second go ahead and shoot us a message or a tweet or something about some issues that you'd like to hear us discuss that may be directly related to elections in one way shape or form we'd love to get your ideas and work on those yep we'll see you next time. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.